Fast snacks, fast food, fast reviews. Snack Masters Inc., a podcast served to you in 30 minutes or less. Snack Masters Incorporated. Snack Masters. Snack Masters. You'll be snacking with the Snack Masters. Snack Masters. Welcome to Snackmasters. I'm Dooner, here with Idaho's favorite snack street boy, MSG. How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm a little bit sick. I got the three-year-old and my son, who's now, he actually just turned one, and uh, they go to preschool and daycare, respectively. And any parent who knows and has kids that go to preschool and daycare, they're like Petri dishes. They're always bringing home something. So I always have a little bit of a cold, but now I have something in my throat. It's just been hanging out on the lower register of my vocal cords. So if I'm a little raspy today, I apologize. How about you? You mentioned you've been a little under the weather, too. This has been kicking the crap out of me, man. I've had this throat thing for a while and uh, yeah, I, I've called in sick to work, which is unusual to me. But yeah, it's just it's been rough. I don't know. It must be nationwide if you've got it and I've got it. Yeah, man. Boston, Idaho. Coast to coast. Mm-hmm. I hope I recover though. As I mentioned, it was just my son's first birthday and we're having a party this weekend for him. Uh, really excited for that. I gave him his first lightsaber this morning. A blue one. <laughs> now we got the red one. We got the green one. We got the blue one. I'm not sure which one he's going to gravitate to. Him and my other son seem to, I don't know, for whatever reason, they're little Sith Lords. They always want the red one. And that's that's been a, I don't know, a battle. Maybe it's more attractive to little kids. But uh, who can blame them? I've always been a Darth Vader fan too. <laughs> with, the, the, with the party coming up, I had to come up with, you know, some different snacks to make, some different hors d'oeuvres. It's a little kid's party. So you had to get creative. And it falls at an interesting time because we just had Thanksgiving. We have Christmas coming up. All the holiday parties are going to start soon. And I didn't want to... I didn't want to like appropriate Christmas on top of his birthday since the holiday parties are going to come up. So I'm going to keep it kind of neutral from that, you know, other than the fact we have like a Christmas tree in our house in the background. So when I was coming up with snacks, I wanted to make things that didn't necessarily, you know, not like candy canes or candy cane ice cream that were just a little bit more holiday agnostic, I suppose. (laughs) Have you planned any birthday parties before? I know you, you got a son, so you've been through, you know, nine or 10 of these things already. What do you guys usually do for the birthday party? I'm usually just kind of go along with the plan instead of generating something. He does the standard stuff. We have a little kind of a indoor sort of arcade slash theme park. They got a water park in there. He likes to go to that. Uh, we've done the roller skater rink a couple times. Yeah. And like I said, my, my wife usually kind of plans all that stuff, puts together. She does a really good job of it. She uh, prepares ahead of time. And again, I just kind of show up for it. So you guys are typically going someplace instead of hosting it at your own house. Yeah. We did that once. We had a clown come over one time when my daughter was over. It was really weird. Like the clown was this lady and she was really super crabby <laughs> like she'd do little tricks and entertain the kids but if they didn't comply or do exactly what she wanted she'd like she'd like bark at him it's really uncomfortable for her parents because she's just mean when you're down here with me you won't go since then i think we've just kind of it's been easier just to go somewhere and let them have fun and run around burn off energy and stuff 
Yeah, we might do that when they get a little bit older. We're, we're still doing this one at home. We did our three-year-olds at home. We don't go too crazy. We don't go out and get like a bounce castle. I've been to a few one-year-olds parties and, you know, they're spending hundreds of dollars on these bounce castles, but the kids are really too young to use them. So to me, seems like a little bit of a waste. When the kids won the party, you know, it's for the kid, but it's really to see like relatives and friends who are coming by to catch up. So for us, this is right after Thanksgiving. We'll get to see some of the people we didn't get to see over that holiday and some of the people we may miss over the holiday season. But I mentioned, since we're doing it at home, we had to come up with some snacks. And one of them is, uh, I'm making little fluffernutter sandwiches for the kids. I think those will be a big hit. We have possibly some ants on a log, maybe some dirt cups, some cupcakes, those kind of things. You don't really do the food prep at home. Uh, so when you go out, is it usually just pizza? Like I was at a rock climbing birthday party a couple days ago. That was very fun. I wasn't sure what to expect at first, but when I got there, it was a great time. They had pizza, but also they had organic snacks and whatnot because, uh, you know, it's a, it's a new generation. I guess parents are way more cognizant of that. And I guess we are too, because we cover a lot of organic snacks. When you Is it just straight up pizza over in Idaho where you guys are? Yeah, I think I think that's been yeah, just because it's it's universal or universally accepted as as a in every, anywhere we've gone, I think that's usually the main the main fare that they offer. We just do pizza and soda and, and cake. We don't fancy it up really. You know, it's just filler. Well, for today's show, we're gonna do a joint review. Light it up. <laughs> we actually have two things, and we're gonna be the guinea pigs for a couple of hors d'oeuvres that I may or may not plan on serving, depending on how they turned out here. They're the Jello Creations dessert kit. Oreo dirt cups. And we're also going to make some ants on a log with our favorite peanut butter. But to kick things off, we're going to go with the dirt cups. I actually just made them. I put a video on Instagram, instagram.com slash snackmastersinc. We have a ton of photos up there, all of the food that will be on this episode, plus mini reviews, videos. Be sure to go check that out. Follow us on there. It's uh, If you like the podcast, this is just as good. It's basically our landing page. Did you make these already? I think you mentioned you made them last night with your son, right? Yeah, funny story. I went to make them, uh, I went to make them yesterday morning. I lost track of what day it was and all that stuff. So I was in a rush. Made them yesterday morning, but when I when I started, I realized I didn't have any milk. So, <laughs> so there was no milk in the house. So I was kind of in a panic. I, I do have half and half that I put a little bit in my coffee in the morning. So I mixed it with a little bit of half and half, a little bit of water. I didn't actually eat it because, as you, you know, I found out later that we weren't recording the show yesterday. So uh, <laughs> I waited and, and I bought some milk last night. I actually had to run to the store because my son, I, I wanted to make these last night with my son. And I had to run and grab some milk and came back. And yeah, we made them last night. Easy process, right? If you use the right ingredients. So you're one of those people, like uh, like my wife, who if you don't have the right ingredients, you'll just throw the, the nearest substitute in there and it <laughs> it can be a disaster. Well, no, I mean, I think isn't, isn't milk just like uh, skim milk is just milk uh, with water water in it and 2% has less water. And I don't think there's any like special cows that make this lower fat milk. Well, I think there's a pasteurization process that goes on. I don't think you can just add milk to half and half and make your own little science experiment here. I think it's the same thing. Same thing. Uh, well, <laughs> but you did end up making these by the book, right? Because these are pretty easy. I did, yes. Yeah, we went back and, and yes, we used... Unfortunately, I'd only made a little bit of it. I'd kind of portioned out what I thought out of the package to make a single serving yesterday. So we used the leftovers and I kind of proportionately added the other ingredients accordingly. So it came out right. I want to make that clear that I did go by their recipe, you know, for the final product. Yeah, and it's easy. It's an it's easy prep. You put you, All you add is the three cups. It makes six servings. You mix the... All you do is you mix the milk for two minutes. I used milk. You add the, the cookie crumbles that they give you in their own package, and then you add the gummy creatures 
stickers that they give you in their own package. It takes less than five minutes to put them together. The vitals on here, six servings, as I just mentioned. So that's about a half cup of pudding. You got three cups of milk. Divide that, you would end up with a half cup. Prepped with uh, 2% milk. It says it's 240 calories each a serving, a couple grams of fat, uh, 25 grams of sugar, a little high in the sugar, but it's a dessert. What are you going to expect? Pretty comparable with ice cream or, or really anything else in this category. I found this in the pudding aisle at my grocery store. It was reasonable. It was $2.99. For me, I like dirt cuts, but usually it's a little cost prohibitive because then you got to buy the Oreo cookies. You have to buy pudding. You got to buy gummy bears. You're kind of ending up with more stuff than you need. And it ends up being like a six to $8 project. But these, uh, you know, if you want to make a nice dessert for three bucks, you're in the game. When have you ever had, I've never had dirt cups before. I've never run across them. This is not your first go around with the dirt cup. No, this is not my first. Uh, this is not my first grave digging session or my first rodeo with the dirt cup. I've always been a fan of them. I love gummy snacks. I, when I make them at home, I usually get you know the the Jello pudding. There's a Jello pudding they have that's uh, it's like an organic one. It's really good though. It doesn't. It uses just like regular sugar instead of a bunch of sweeteners and other binders and, and a bunch of other junk. So it's it's pretty nice. I get that one. I'll get uh, the Oreos and I'll get uh, Harbio gummy bears because those are my favorite. So my one fear with this packaging is if the gummy creatures are going to hold up. Because like we said, there's three, four key ingredients here. You get the milk, you have the pudding mix, you've got the Oreo crumbles, and then to top it off, you got the gummy creatures. So if the gummy creatures crawling out of this dirt cup can't help carry the flavor, they could really, uh, you know, they could really put a, a doo-doo in your dirt cup. <laughs> Uh, and, and speaking of the gummy creatures, on the side, it says, did you know, snails are very strong. The average snail can carry the weight of a potato. Wow. Shout out to Idaho. Did you guys know that there? <laughs> Do you use them to plow your fields? No, I, that's, that was, I saw the same thing on my package. I was, uh, I was excited to see a potato related uh, bit of trivia there. Yeah, I, that's, that's fantastic stuff. I hope farmers take note of that and start employing snails. I mean, it might be a slow process, but... <laughs> We'll see. The uh, the other ones they got in here, they got a worm. And uh, these worms, I don't know, they look a little uh, suggestive to me. <laughs> it says more than 1 million worms can live and play in, in land the size of a football field. And since you have, for some reason, they split this out into two worms, even though they're both the same exact thing. You know, they like mirrored the picture, but they gave you a red one and says the longest earthworm found was 22 feet long, which is longer than a crocodile. That's... Yo, that's amazing. I wouldn't want to see a 22-foot worm. Yeah, where did that? Right. Yuck. Yeah, all right. Yeah, where was that worm? I don't know, but... <laughs> Imagine the fish you could catch with that thing, my friend. <laughs> it's reeling them in. So, all right, you made them. How did? So, what did you think of the dirt cups? This is you said you've never even had dirt cups before, so yeah, you don't really have a baseline to compare them against. So, you made the dessert. What did you and your son think? Oh man, I thought I was really impressed. I thought they were phenomenal. I think uh, it's it's probably been a long time since I've just had even just pudding. I think I've had a little snack pack or whatever, but I thought they were fantastic. The Oreo really added the crumbles, you know, really added to it. You know, I I, I don't know. I'm kind of iffy on the the gummy worms. I think I would have liked it just the same without them. I'm not a huge kind of gummy worm guy but you know they were, they were good I, you know you take a bite and you kind of get through the pudding it seems like first you know you swallow that first and there's a little gummy bear at the end or, or worm snail whatever but yeah they were the dirt cup itself they went fast i actually only made four cups one for each person in my family and they went quick everybody enjoyed them oh one thing i wanted to add my son i brought home from the store a, a little package of reese's peanut butter cups and my son said you know since we're making dirt cups can i crush one of those up for the fertilizer 
I thought that was pretty slick. Yeah, no, I think that would work. And that was a slick move on his part to sneak in some extra candy into his snack. It was a creative suggestion. Whenever my son has a creative suggestion like that, I reward him by allowing him to do that as long as it's not too outlandish, right? There you go. Now, I've had Dirk Cups a lot. And I, since I have, I have a couple tips for people making these. And the first one is don't put the Oreo crumbles on here until you're ready to eat it. If you put these on, then put them in the fridge and let them sit for a while. It can start to, uh, the moisture can start getting into the, the Oreo crumbles. You'll lose some of the crunch. It becomes more of a mashy consistency. It's definitely not as good. Mm. Same goes for the worms. Don't put the worms in until you're ready to eat because they start to disintegrate a little bit in the dirt. And you can kind of taste that change in flavor and that change in texture. So if you really want to make the best dirt cup possible, make them fresh. You can make the pudding in advance. The pudding's fine for a few days, but just save the extra crumbles or the extra worms until you're ready. Since I'm a veteran of the dirt cup game, I thought that this package held up really well. The pudding is strong. It's exactly the same thing as jello chocolate pudding. So that that's a big selling point here. So if you like jello chocolate pudding, it's the one that most people are familiar with. And I always think it, it tastes better when you make it than when you get those little uh those little tubs of them, you know, the little tubs you put in a lunchbox. Yeah. They always have a more of a gelatiny or gelatinous consistency. Not a fan of those. But this one, this is, you know, it's great jello. It's what you're familiar with. The Oreo cookies are great. And one big advantage, one huge selling point to me is that this doesn't have the cream from the Oreo on it. These are just the crushed up top of the Oreo cookies. I like that a lot. When you make these at home, you have to scrape the cream off and you end up with a little bit on there. It changes the flavor. This is a pure dirt cup to me. The one thing I was scared about that I mentioned was, do the gummy creatures hold up? Yes and no. They're good. They're not Harbio. The... You know, Harbio Gold Bears are the gold standard for me, or the Harbio Gold Worms are the gold standard. This isn't them, but they're not bad. They're a good replacement. And I think all in all, for $2.99, with the worms included, with the crumbles included, with the pudding included, this is a great value item. It's fun to make with the kids. It's fun to eat. It's not too bad at only 250 calories. I say go for it. I'm going to give these a very solid score. I'm going to say these are about an 8.5. Yeah, I was going to go with nine just because, I mean, I, I don't have a lot to compare them with, but, and I can see why they don't prepackage these because you're right. I think there is a little bit of one that I made that sat overnight and it's just kind of all just sort of mushed together. I didn't feel like eating that this morning because uh, just like you said, it soaks up the moisture into the cookie crumbles, but no, I, I thought it was fantastic. I'd love to do that again. Delicious. Awesome. Our second treat that we were going to serve here is an old one and I have... I've not had ants on a log since, you know, I was a child. This isn't uh, really a snack I eat as an adult. I'm not too fond of raisins, so uh, that's kind of put me off. I know you can use chocolate chips instead what? to make, um, does that have an, like burnt ants on a log? It might have another name. I think you could really make it next level if you went with raisinets or something to that effect. But I went with just uh, standard celery sticks here. I went with Trader Joe's, I think they're Trader Joe's organic raisins and my peanut butter, which is kind of what this review is going to be based on is each of our peanut butters that we chose because it's kind of up to you, the listener, you know, where you get your celery and where you source your raisins at. But I went with a local peanut butter. This is Teddy's Smooth All-Natural Peanut Butter. It's made right here in Massachusetts over in Everett in the North Shore. Delicious stuff. This peanut butter is... Oh, and I have a hot tip for you on this. This is one of those... It's one of those... It's gluten-free, non-GMO, vegan, US grown. It's not uh, like your Jif or your, your pre-made type of peanut butter. This is just dry roasted peanuts and salt. And if you've ever bought that kind, you may be put off at first because when you open the top, you're going to see a big layer of oil. There's about like an inch of oil at the top. So what you do when you buy any type of peanut butter like that, Teddy's included, 
turn it upside down when you put it in your cupboard. By the time you come back to it, all of the oil will absorb right back up into the peanut butter and uh, you'll be good to go. So that's, you know, and this stuff to me, this stuff's delicious. You don't, you don't need anything more than dry roasted peanuts and a little bit of salt. That's what Teddy's got. It's 190 calories per serving. That's two tablespoons, 5% sodium. You know, it's peanut butter. You got 16 grams of fat, two grams of sugar. There's no added sugar, right? It's just the peanuts and the salt. This, in my mind, this is like the peanut butter we stock in our house, the Teddy smooth, all natural peanut butter stuff is freaking delicious, man. Mm. What peanut butter did you go with? Well, you know, I, I've I've tried to learn. I've tried to open my mind a little bit since since doing this show and kind of taking some of the influence off of you here. I actually I went to the store and they have a grinder there at this grocery store that's just filled with. There's one that's filled with peanuts, one with cashews, one with almonds, and I thought, all right, I don't know where these peanuts came from. They may be, you know made in a factory something like that i don't know but i thought this is probably as close to all natural as as i can get right now or without going to the health food store or something so i decided to go ahead grind up my own little container of peanut butter give that a shot so what we usually do is get the two big twin pack of jiff from costco and we use that for our sandwiches stuff like that so what i've done is taken a piece of celery and put half of this natural peanut butter on one side and half jiff on the other side and uh, the raisins across the top oh so you're gonna have you're gonna have a mini battle review going on right on your ants on a log i am spoiler alert i have tasted both of these but i wanted to have it you know just a fresh comparison here and i wanted people to hear the crunch because obviously that's part of the reason you use the celery yeah so let me check my celery right here I'll, I'll i'll do a bite into the mic so we can see what kind of what kind of bite factor we're getting on here again this is ants on a log if you're not familiar it's a la- it's a it's a celery stick it's a layer of peanut butter all the way along the celery stick and then it's raisins dotted along the rest of it the raisins are the ants obviously so this is the classic traditional version no raisinets no chocolate chips nothing out of the ordinary just regular old standard i'll give it a bite i'll see how it goes and i'm gonna go simultaneous here so go ahead so have you have you ate through yours yet or do you want all right you go through yours over there and i will i'll give my review here now this is good you know a lot of things hinge just like the dirt cup hinged on the gummy worms that you use or the gummy creatures this hinges quite a bit on the celery stick that you use so the fresher the crispier the moister the better I mean that's really gonna get you if you use a dry celery stick or an older celery stick you're not gonna have a good time but if you use a nice juicy one like I am when you bite into the peanut butter and you bite into the raisins the juice in the celery stick helps moisten your mouth so it doesn't get too sticky from the peanut butter and from the ants and it's a nice flavor combination. I mentioned that I don't usually like raisins, but when you combine them with the peanut butter and you combine them with the celery, they're better than the sum of their parts. For me, this is a great snack. I look forward to serving these to my guests. I think people will like the nostalgia of the ants on a log. And I think I might just stay traditional too. No need to throw a raisinette on here. I think that this flavor alone can carry itself. And again, the Teddy's peanut butter, just to give a review on that, just to give you a number, because I didn't. To me, like I said, this is my household peanut butter. I don't know of a peanut butter that's better. So it's a 10 out of 10. It's it's the best peanut butter that I've ever tasted. Mm. Well, I agree that three, somebody was thinking here, these three go together. I don't know who invented this snack, but uh, they they did a good job. I think the three of them complement each other really well. The saltiness, the peanut butter, the sweetness, the raisins, the crunch of the celery, they really do meld together to form a really delicious snack, actually. I miss these. As far as the peanut butter goes, the ground up stuff, I don't, yeah, you know, it's, it's okay. It's not great. It just kind of tastes like you're obviously like you're eating a peanut. It isn't ground together very well. So there's kind of chunky and, and stuff like that. I don't go for the chunky peanut butter. The GIF, what it did is really highlight to me how sweet the GIF is. 
I'm feeling like maybe it's it's a little too sweet. I would almost, if if I could get a mixture between the two, maybe a little less sweet Jif or a little more sweet natural peanut butter, or whatever. I'm wondering if there's something out there that could kind of meet me halfway. Meet me halfway. I'd say the the ground up peanut butter is probably a four. I'd put the GIF at maybe a, a six because I know there's better peanut butter out there. I just haven't found it yet. I haven't really gone looking. So I've used a grinder before, but I've never used it for peanut butter. <laughs> but I'll say something to you here. The um, I'm sorry, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what, what were you just saying? You're talking about the um, oh the peanut. Oh yeah, the sweetness. Okay. You bring up a good point about the sweetness of the GIF. And I think that that carries through to a lot of overprocessed foods. And as I've noticed as we've done this show, and before I've done this show, as I've, I've had kids and we've bought more organic stuff and we've cooked at home a lot more, is that you know when you buy prepackaged stuff or you go out to the restaurant, you'll start noticing that some things are way, way sweeter than, you, than you're used to anymore or way saltier than you're used to. And then you start looking at the back of the package and, you know, four grams of sugar is a teaspoon. And then you'll see, you know, 36 grams of sugar in, in this chicken meal. You know, it's like, okay, that's where that's where the sweet and sour base is coming from. That's a hell of a lot of sugar. And with the peanut butter too, the GIF, what you'll notice if you get used to something like, I think you went a little frontier style by grinding your own. But if you were to get like an organic one like Teddy's, what you'll notice is that it doesn't have the added sugar. So you're really just tasting the peanuts. And if you get used to it, you're going to find the consistency of GIF incredibly weird. You're going to find it overly sweet and maybe even a little too salty as well. And you can tell that it's a weird product compared to an actual natural peanut butter. There's obviously something highly unnatural and highly man-made about the consistency of this versus the natural styles. Mm, fair enough. So your peanut butters, you, you know, you, you rated them, but as a snack, the ants on a log, and you know, just imagine you're using your, your favorite peanut butter now, since the two that you met, you're kind of in the middle. But if you were using a great peanut butter, what would you rate this as, as a snack to serve to, you know, kids or adults or at a picnic? I'd go with the seven. I, I, again, I think this is one of those you gotta, you can't really prep too far ahead of time. I imagine that would maybe change the celery a little bit. I, I don't know. It just seems like I remember as a kid having them in my lunch and after a while they'd get kind of maybe wilty or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, the, the, the three together, I think forms a nice, a nice solid seven for me. I'd do it again. Yeah, I'm with you on that. A seven to me is like something I would probably make, you know, maybe four times a year if it was something like this. It's something that I definitely shouldn't wait, you know, 30 years to eat again. It's something that um, I think deserves to be in the snack rotation. If we have the ingredients, and we usually do in the cupboard, start getting the kids to enjoy this as a snack instead of, you know, some of the crackers or some of the other things that are in there. It's pretty natural stuff, especially if you, you know, you control your ingredients on here. You can control the amount of peanut butter you put on. You can control the amount of raisins. And like I said, and like you just mentioned, it's just really up to the health of your celery. If you've got some healthy, fresh celery, you know, you're in the game. And then if your celery starts to get a little bit old, well, then you can make some soup. Maybe not ants on a log soup, but, you know, you can throw it into a, a crock or something of that into that effect, right? Yep. So, Marty, those were the reviews, but we, we mentioned at the beginning we're both a little bit sick. My home remedy is usually uh, maybe some Dayquil, maybe some Nightquil at night. I try to avoid the Nightquil, though. It makes me feel like I'm hungover in the morning. What I've got into recently is green tea. Uh. And uh, I've been doing green tea and honey, especially when I have a sore throat because coffee just doesn't seem attractive to me. But I've been trying to get off coffee to begin with because I've noticed that when I don't have coffee, I actually have more energy than when I am doing coffee because coffee will give you you know that quick rush. But then by 11 o'clock, I'm kind of crashing out. So I've been able to stabilize my moods a little bit by sticking with the tea. And I, I, you know, I just put a little natural clover honey in there. A little green tea. Sometimes I use two tea bags. And to me, that's uh, that's the way to go. Maybe some ice cream too. Mm. 
Yeah, I've been desperate. I've been trying anything. Usually Mucinex D, the stuff you have to go to the pharmacy and show your ID and get from behind the counter and all that stuff. Uh, I've tried that. Again, it kind of makes me a little zoomy. NyQuil, I get that NyQuil hangover too. I get groggy. I have done that a couple times lately. I have poured literally squeezed honey into my mouth trying to get some kind of relief. All that stuff seems temporary. It's just what they say is that if you treat a cold, it lasts seven days. If you don't treat a cold, it lasts a week. So part of me just gives up and decides to suffer through it and ride it out. Six and one, a half dozen of the other. That's good advice, man. We're the Snackmasters. This is Snackmasters, Inc. You can find all of our old episodes at snackmastersinc.com. We are also on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Overcast, and everywhere. Podcasts are heard around the world. We're also on uh, Instagram, right? You want to see our pictures, our food videos, mini reviews. We got a ton of content on there. Go to the Instagram, instagram.com slash snackmastersinc. That's I-N-C for ink, not I-N-K. This isn't a tattoo show, right, buddy? That's right. Oh, follow us on there. Reach out to us, you know? Or on Twitter, too. You can tweet at us, at Snackmasters, Inc. That's about it. You got any closing thoughts? All right, feel better, man. Let's dig our way out of here through these dirt cups in Snackmaster Jr. (laughs) Take us away, my son. Where did I put the dirt cups? In the refrigerator. In the where? In the refrigerator. In the where? In the the place. Do you like dirt cups? Mm-hmm. Do you want to eat one? Mm-hmm. If you had to score them on a number of one to ten, what would you give? With ten being the best, what would you give dirt cups? Ten, yeah. Can, Can you I... say refrigerator? Refrigerator. Can I eat one, Dad? Snackmasters Incorporated. Snackmasters. Snackmasters. You'll be snacking with the Snack Master Snack Master